The Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about black men. All right. Thank you for being with us today on the Black Male Archives. Uh, we have a special guest today. We have Dr. Janet Walsh of TT and Company. Janet is our our first woman guest uh, on this. And, and we are excited to have you to talk about your company, but also to talk about this special event that we have uh, going in for Father's Day, which is called Tea with Our Fathers. But before we get into that, Janet, again, thank you for being with us today. Thank and, you. Hey, no problem. We just wanted to know, just tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and and then we'll get into how you got your company started. Okay, thank you, Rodney. Thank you so much for having me today. It's uh, just so much excitement uh, surrounding the Black Male Archives. Thanks so much for all uh, that you do uh, to help uh, keep us informed. So. I'm happy uh, about the Blackmail Archive Project and also happy uh, to be here. Oh, uh, T, where do we begin? Well, uh, every story sort of has a beginning, but then you, of course, you uncover new beginnings each day. I often will tell people that I am a fourth generation tea maker. Uh, my great-grandmother in Memphis, uh, often, she pretty much healed our family of all matters of illness from toe ache to heartbreak with this uh, cup of tea. I mean, certainly um, uh, my grandmother in, in some of the ways is, is some grandmothers did. She was the, the backyard tea maker in that uh, grandma, as we called her, would go into the backyard and get her herbs, put it in a mason jar, and we would drink whatever. It was wow. never any fear of drinking anything that grandma gave us because one, it was going to be filled with love and two, it was just going to be uh, just the right mix of herbs and love to, to cure uh, all manner of discomfort. So that's sort of how it started. And of course, as my grandmother uh, made tea, she passed it on, my great-grandmother made tea, she passed it on to my grandmother who passed it on to my mother and so uh, my mother, same family, you know, growing up uh, with four eight older brothers. I mean, we drank a lot of tea. It was uh, the beverage of choice. Again, the same uh, thing when uh, any of my brothers would listen to Peebo Bryson and any of those heart sick love songs. Oh, yeah. We knew, yes, right? We knew then that it was time to go get uh, the tea. And so uh, as the youngest sister of five, we spent a Ooh. lot of time um, pouring tea. And it was like this, um, it was this silent medicine that, of course, like I couldn't laugh at my brothers when they were singing Peebo Bryson or Luther Vandross or any of those sort of a song, but you know, you knew that there was this sort of space that would open itself up for some liquid beverage. And so, me and mom, I taught me, of course, how to make the best tea. Mm -hmm. So, tea for my brothers. And then, uh, my mom was actually a nurse and quite involved uh, in the church. And so, as a part of that, in her nursing, um, in some of her private duty cases, and just nursing in. In general, she was usually uh, the LPN or the RN who would take tea to her patients. And, you know, 
there were times and she recalls it, it really wasn't necessarily, you know, what the doctors would order. Like, mm-hmm. okay, these are the meds, take them the meds. But Ma always took them sort of meds and sort of some meds in motion or this liquid joy as tea. And so that kind of spilled over to also when um, church members or people in the community were sick or not well, mom would go sit with them and she would take them tea. And so, of course, uh, I would often have to go sit with them and take them uh, tea too. And so it sort of just tea became a part of who I was sort of early. And those are sort of the early ways where tea was sort of helped shaping me long before I even had any, any uh, idea to have my own tea company or, or to help make tea mainstream in America. Uh, those things were happening. That's awesome. That's, so, I, we, I mean, your passion just comes out when you, when you talk about that. <laughs> so, but, so, how, so how did you get this company started and everything? Tell us about that. So this is a funny story. So uh, I, uh, one of my uh, beloved crushes at the time had simply gone to someone's house for dinner and they just completely remarked about how great the tea was. Now, again, I told you that I grew up with brothers and brothers sort of, they you kind of inherit this competitive, like a competitive performance. Mm-hmm. Um persona if you will so uh, I wanted to basically I started my first blend was just to make a blend better than the blend uh, that my then uh, crush loved and so I just started making uh, what the first blend which was a fruit tea wanted to make it better than that experience so that I could impress um, someone and so that kind of started and then uh, people like started tasting it and they could sort of certainly feel something different about the cup. And so I started doing that um, years ago and yeah. then people started asking uh, me to do just the uh, ready to drink, just a fruit tea mix um, having me do that at baby showers to wedding receptions of 650 people. And then it kind of morphed into this whole idea of then people asking me to host tea parties. And then, of course, you can't really tell a story without uh, having understood, you know, where the leaf comes from, how the people in its native environment, how they enjoy it. And so then I sort of uh, started on a quest to travel uh, the country and the world, just learning more about tea and beverage rituals and communal rituals. And so uh, I then had to, after the tea parties, we would actually highlight uh, teas from all around the world. And suddenly people were saying, okay, where can I buy this tea? And I was like, well, I was just doing it for this tea party. So then suddenly finding the need to have to create a website to be able to offer these teas. And then uh, as a result of that, of uh, being invited to share in uh, co-branded and private label tea events to uh, tea for for weddings and venues and then sort of as a a librarian and a researcher Mm -hmm. and a leadership consultant then being invited sort of to look at even some different ways like even how can we do tea for 
a leadership training or ice breaking or heat breaking as we call it is some of that. And then, you know, how can we do it? P for couples, uh, resolution, couples, uh, meditation, all these kinds of things that sort of were created out of this wonderful little leaf we call as tea. I mean, tea was created over 5,000 years ago, but in modern days, there have been so many practical applications that, that tea has actually been and how it's been a part of my life. And so it's just been very exciting. So that's sort of how um, the, the leaf itself has moved from, you know, 406 Brooks Road, South Memphis to my great grandmother's house to, you know, to being able to share cups of hospitality and community, being able to share that with people all over the world. I don't remember their their names, but even, you know, going into, you know, remote villages in China and having someone who uh, looks so differently from you and, and all these other kinds of things and speak different languages, you know, different backgrounds, all these kinds of things. And so we can't really communicate in the same language, even though I do know some broken Chinese, but mm. it's like when we, we sit at the table, like, and sometimes we didn't even sit at the table. We sat on the ground, but when we sat on the ground and we had tea, somehow the worlds that separated us suddenly became so close. And it's been in those experiences, you know, across the world in small inner cities, actually in a room with, high school boys in uh, one of the schools in Nashville, uh, I was invited to share in a tea party with a group of all young black men from, I guess they were about 15 to 17. And being able to sit with them and to hear a young brother say at 16 that he had never felt the taste of tea in his mouth and that it was so amazing that something warm could come into his body and that this guy, you know, by all practical purposes, I mean, you know, we look, we know statistics and we know how students are profiled, but the joy that I experienced watching these young guys, you know, a room full of, I forgot how many, sitting at tables with linen and, and, and drinking out of 40 year old teacups like yeah that is why sort of this leaf like it just continues to grow because it's through those experiences that that I have even evolved but also just the people around me and then we created this whole sort of new idea of what community is right and and man I mean I can definitely hear it when you when you talk about this and I mean, it's just some great stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today, because we we do, of course, have to acknowledge that Mother's Day is uh, is coming up on us. And you have a number of mm-hmm. things that you're doing for, for Mother's Day. But the reason why you're on the Black Male Archives is that we're doing a uh, we're hosting um, a tea party specifically for 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 black men. And um, mm-hmm. it's called Tea with Our Fathers. And. How did you, I know we both kind of, we, we kicked it around. It was kind of by accident <laughs> that, I, that I called That's you right. up. And, and we started talking and we was like, well, you know, I'm trying to do something for, for black men and, and you want to integrate tea in that. And we, we have the, mm-hmm. the kind of the slogan is like steeping the narrative. Can you talk to us a little bit yes. about, about that? And, and why do you feel this is important for black men? I mean, you spoke a little bit about it, but. <laughs> yeah. 
So first of all, I can't tell you any other project that I'm any more excited about because again, you know, this whole idea, uh, we just, we give a special shout out to our mothers and grandmothers and TTs and aunties who, who help make the world sort of go around. But then also, you know, it is rare that we have sort of tea events or tea parties or coffee hours that anything specifically, you know, for men, I'm excited about this uh, tea parties uh, for fathers. I'll, um, I'll have to say my uh, great grandfather was a preacher. And so mm. uh, my mother uh, tells a story that like, so, you know, some preachers, most preachers, some of them pray a long time over breakfast, but so they, some of her recollections include sitting at the table for breakfast and tea, mm -hmm. and that um, he would often pray so long over the breakfast and tea that the tea would be cold. And so, you know, people, she always says that, you know, she learned the beauty of hot tea and iced tea over her grandfather's prayers. And so okay. wow. she, she, her earliest you know, recollection again was sitting with her grandfather at a table for tea in Memphis. And so that kind of passed on, which, you know, when she raised her boys, I mean, it was just not uncommon. You know, certainly, of course, we're going to have tea during, we're going to do some challenges, but that we would, you know, sit at the table and have tea. And I mean, I cannot tell you even just, you know, as a sister uh, sitting with her brothers, you know, or as a friend sitting, you know, with a friend mm -hmm. at the table, that it is, it is something that, that's magical. Because again, what tea does is, I, I, I often say that um, tea, uh, the ritual of tea is that what we practice in liquid ritual spills over into every area of our lives. And so that if Tea is the art of preparation, patience, and presence. What tea does is tea gives us that opportunity to sit at the table. I mean, again, it gives us an opportunity. You know, there's always there's research that says that, you know, men talk. I mean, that women talk more than men. But again, growing up with brothers, oh, my gosh, you go to the <laughs> you, you, you get stuck in the barbershop if you have to. Oh, yeah. They're talking. I'm like, man, can I just be quiet? I just want to read my book. But again, as I have gone into those experiences, I hear more and more talk. And I was like, wow. And then when I have sat at the tables and companies of, of men and curated events where mm -hmm. men were there, I mean, they were doing the same amount of talking at the table right. as, you know, if we would say traditionally women. And the reason we haven't seen it is because it just has not been done. And tea, right. again, is a universal cup. It's often been relegated. Oh, we can only have tea for this, or we can only have tea here, or we can only have tea there. No, I am uh, convinced that tea and tea, when we invite uh, men to the table, and when, when we invite black men especially to the table, that we start to experience what I like to call any of my uh, tea events. I've done over 500 or so tea parties. And at the end, I'm always asking people to become 
a part of a tea revolution. And the tea revolution is simply is that you sit at the table for tea 15 minutes for yourself. You sit at the table 15 minutes, you know, with your families, your partners mm -hmm. uh, at the table. And then you sort of also seek opportunities to sit at the table with people you don't know. But when we sit at the table with black men, we learn more about ourselves. We learn more about our communities. We also learn more about them. And so a lot of people say, oh, you know, everybody wants to know, you know, what is a black male thinking? Mm -hmm. I suggest that some of the ways that we can understand what they're thinking is that we sit at the table with them. I've seen some remarkable, yeah. I've seen relationships restored. I've seen all these kinds of things where people sit at the table, but yeah. then also sitting at the table allows us to share, but it also allows us to listen. Um, right. I surmise and some of my conflict resolution for tea is that when you sit people at the table, everybody's talking and nobody's listening. And so even in some directed tea exercises and experiences, we sometimes have to say, okay, this person, the person who is holding the cup, they are going to talk first, or maybe even the person that's pouring the tea, mm -hmm. they're going to have an opportunity to talk first. And so we, we create an environment that sort of, again, it's going to open up to hospitality, civility, and community. But man, imagine the power of black men right. sitting at tables who are, you know, fathers, husbands, lovers, leaders, preachers, politicians, um, hustlers, entrepreneurs, all these kinds, scientists, all of them getting at the table, bringing their unique water or heated water, if you will, since we're talking about tea, we'll just call it heated water. But imagine the kinds of narratives that we can steep. Part of the things that I learned, you sit with a table with somebody with tea and you learn something like, oh, I didn't know this. I was just uh, having mm -hmm. uh, tea uh, with my uncle just recently. And he said something to me and he said we were trying to, my niece was uh, working through a sewing project and I was trying, it was in my grandmother, her grandmother had given her a sewing machine and we didn't know if it was working. So we were trying to do it. So we were sitting, we were talking to our other aunts about, we really want to do this. And my uncle who was sitting in the room where there was tea, we were talking and he said, oh, this is what you need to do. And I was like, uncle, you know that? He was like, yes, I have three sewing machines. Mm -hmm. And then he pulled out this most amazingly crafted it was a bench that he had made it was perfect and so the answer that we needed to a sewing problem my uncle already had it but again we would not have discovered that had we not been sitting and chatting and communicating and getting sort of to know that and that's why uh, this event uh this tea with our fathers is so important because again as we as we you know certainly look at the statistics you in the um black male archive you continue sort of to highlight all of these wonderful stories about what people are doing we look at fathers and stepfathers and uncles and all these men and communities at how they have helped 
direct and mentor and motivate people. And I am just convinced that as we continue to uh, look at black men and new narratives, that mm-hmm. we also look at new spaces such as teas where mm-hmm. people can sit down and share the stories. You know, again, uh, my uh, biological father passed away when I was young. I was blessed with uh, a wonderful stepfather. But I can sort of name like the list of names, you know, even, you know, from Kenneth Wadham to, to Ozzie Smith to all of these people across my entire life who have uh, devoted so much time and energy. And I love opportunities to sit and, you know, a black male team is like, okay, let's, let's read, let's look at this narrative. What does this narrative look like? And I think this opportunity uh, for this black male team, which I am so father's day tea is so exciting. It'll give us a chance to share some of that. Wow, that that's amazing because I, I, I feel the same way you do. I feel like this is a perfect partnership. Um, of course, the Black Male Archives, we are promoting positive stories. So that's just our mission. And um, just to have people to be able to sit down and tear their, tell their stories and share their stories. Um, this mm-hmm. is this is perfect. So, again, thank you for for sharing that. Uh, again, it's Tea with Our Fathers, and we're going to um, be hosting that at Hadley Park in Nashville, Tennessee, um, from 2 to 4 on June 15th, Saturday, June 15th. And um, if you're out of town and not able to join us, uh, you know, physically in person, uh, you will be able to join us on Facebook and Instagram because we'll be live on those two platforms. So, um, yes. And, uh, and I'll just add too, yeah. we have, are talking with people all over the country that, you know, we're sharing this idea and we certainly, uh, will be sharing this, uh, with, with your community and your guests and people who will be listening all over the country. I, we even invite satellite, uh, locations so that if you want to do the same kind of thing and we already have somebody working in Memphis, if you want to do it, and Memphis or New York or Baltimore or anywhere, you know, we could uh, certainly uh, connect this same kind of thing so that we could continue this uh, tea revolution across the country too. Perfect. Perfect. Janet, where can people, what else do you have in store that you have going on with your company? And then where can people find (laughs) you if they want more information about your company? So listen, we are so excited. There are a couple of great things that we are uh, working on. And and one of this, we are in the process of uh, distributing the first part of the all natural and all natural tea thing where we um, are going to be submitting and releasing an instant tea that gives us uh, the ability for people to partake in tea uh, just by adding it to hot water or cold water. Mm. And then we also are working on what we think is a first of its kind study where we're going to do a national survey and study where we look at the use of tea in, in specifically African-American communities. But we're going to look at the use of tea in uh, its ability to decrease some of the health disparities, 
So we are partnering with uh, physicians and nutrition experts and psychologists and faith-based leaders to see, indeed, if there might be a connection between the use of uh, tea, which is part of the Camellia sinensis plant, and or herbal teas to reduce, you know, stress, anxiety, and any of the health disparities that exist. So we are so excited about that. You can find out more via ttandcompany.com. That's T-E-A-T-E-A-A-N-D company.com. Um, so we'll have all the updates listed there. You also, we are, a, we are on all social media platforms at T.T. and Company uh, that's listed there. And uh, we are excited, just excited, so excited that through the Blackmail Archives that we again can continue to see some of these great stories that Black men are doing really amazing things. And T.T. and Company is so excited to partner with sharing and for this next event, steeping uh, the narrative. Oh, yes. Very powerful. Thank you again, Janet, for your time. Thank you for being on the Blackmail Archives. Um, this is this is awesome. Please come back anytime you want. And um, <laughs> thank <again>. you for allowing me. Anytime so we can talk more about tea, because I think this is really this is really good. I mean, it's it's showing one of the things about the black male archives is, is, is changing the narrative. Right. And so, yes, and, yes. and to change that narrative, people need to see black men. I mean, I already know about it. You already know about black men doing sure, different, things, but sure. people need to be able to see this more and more, you know, I mean, just holding yeah. stories that show black men in a different light in a positive light. Um, so again, um, Yes, invitation is always uh, open. And and again, thank you for being on the Blackmail Archives. Thank you so much. And in the T world, we say stay well and T well, and we will tea you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs>